0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Growing with Joe podcast, or welcome if you're new. I'm your host, Johanna. As you guys can see by the title, today I'm going to be talking about self-care rituals to add to your routine. I figured that this would be a perfect episode idea for the new year, because during the new year, a lot of people try to get healthy, get back on track, create healthy habits, and just work on themselves more in general. And I know that one of my goals is to practice self-care more frequently and take the best care of myself that I possibly can this year, so I did some research and started doing these things myself a few months ago and I'm going to be talking about self-care habits that you should start doing as well and adding into your self-care routines. These are kind of underrated things that I don't think a lot of people talk about. I'm not going to be talking about the obvious like doing face masks, exfoliating your skin and things that everybody already knows or does. These are things that I think a lot of people don't know about or don't do as frequently. I haven't seen a lot of these things mentioned as much on social media. So hopefully you guys learn something new and can add something new into your routine. But we're going to get into it. So the first self-care ritual that you should add into your new year routine is weekly Epsom salt baths. I have taken Epsom salt baths before, but never on a frequent basis like I do now. I remember I took some when I had COVID a year ago when I had really bad muscle aches and my body hurt so bad and they helped with that so much, but I never made it a habit to do them often until recently. And there are so many benefits that I had no idea about. They're so underrated. First is that they restore your magnesium. If you have been diagnosed with low magnesium levels, you feel tired all the time, have a loss in appetite, or you feel nauseous often, taking Epsom salt baths can help with that. Obviously talk to a doctor and get diagnosed and see if this is a good option for you first. I am not a doctor, clearly, but I have done some research and studies have shown that taking Epsom salt baths really do help with that. They also do a wonderful job at detoxing your body the epsom salt helps draw out the toxins and the heavy metals from your body so that is another reason why I think it's important to do them weekly just to give your body a nice detox and reset they also make your skin feel really soft I remember when I took epsom salt baths every day when I had COVID, my skin was baby smooth I don't think my skin had ever been that soft before. It felt so moisturized, and I remember it was in the dead of winter, which is usually when I have really dry skin, and now that I take them every week, it feels so much softer and moisturized now as well. I really recommend doing them now, especially during the winter if you tend to get really dry, itchy skin during this time of year. It can also help with eczema, athlete's foot, and toenail fungus if you were to get any of those. I I know that's kind of weird to mention, but I'm just throwing that out there. If you suffer from any of those things, it reduces the pain caused by inflammation. If you're an athlete, you go to the gym often or lift weights. This really helps recover your muscles if you're sore. Like I said, when I was having horrible muscle aches, this was the only thing that was helping me feel better. TMI, but it also helps with constipation as well, if that's something you struggle with. And as a bonus, it's just really relaxing and it smells so good. The thing that I like about Epsom salt baths is that they have a natural scent. They usually smell like essential oils. I don't know. Sometimes I just get tired of using bath bombs. They can smell really perfumey and a little too heavy on the fragrance sometimes. And I feel like that can't be too good for your skin to use them all the time, especially with all the other products you're using in the shower and all those other artificial fragrances. So I just like the natural scent from Epsom Salt. I usually use either the eucalyptus or lavender scent from Dr. Dr. Teal's and they smell so good. They're so relaxing. The scent really just reminds me of a spa. You know how they use natural citrus scents? That's what it smells like to me. They always use eucalyptus scents in spas too, I've noticed. And I feel like whenever I'm taking Epsom salt baths, I'm at the spa having a luxurious experience. But anyways, they're just incredibly relaxing. I love taking them right before I go to bed. They really help me wind down and relax, clear my head, and I love how many benefits they have. So it's a win-win. You can definitely do this more than once a week. I just prefer showering. I don't always have time to sit in a bath for an hour every day. So that's just what works for me. But if you have the time, go for it. Epsom salt also is relatively inexpensive. You can buy it from your local Target or Amazon. I'm usually able to buy an entire bag for only 4 to $5. So you will not have to break the bank for this. I will try to link everything that I mentioned in my Amazon storefront. I don't know if I'll be able to. It's been giving me issues lately, but I'll try. And obviously you do not have to go through my storefront if you don't want to. But yeah, I highly, highly recommend... Taking weekly Epsom salt baths, they are a game changer. So the next self-care ritual that you should add into your new year routine is taking collagen supplements. You can either take the gummies or the powder. I have done both. I honestly prefer the gummies just because they're easier and they taste really good. I recently partnered up with Raw Science and did a collaboration with them for their biotin and collagen gummies. They sent them to me in the mail and I have been using them for I want to say two months now. And I love them so much that I ended up ordering more with my own money. I just ran out. And by the way, there is not a sponsorship with them for this episode. So I'm not earning commission for saying this. None of these things are sponsored, actually, just so you guys know, but their gummies are the best. I have definitely noticed a difference in my nails, especially guys. My nails were so thin and brittle from using acrylics and press-ons. It was so bad. They literally felt paper thin and so damaged. They would bend if I pressed on them, and now they feel a million times stronger. Collagen also helps with your hair, skin, and nails. I've noticed a difference in my skin as well. It looks a lot more glowy, and I have not been breaking out as much. I'm not sure if collagen ties in with acne, so... I recommend doing your own research. I'm not saying it's going to make your acne disappear into thin air, but I have noticed that I haven't been breaking out as much since I started taking collagen daily and my hair feels a lot stronger as well. So I love taking the gummies. I just take two a day with a meal and I'm done. It's so easy. You can also take the powder, like I said, as well. The one that I use is from Vital Proteins. It was $20. You just add a scoop to your water, coffee, smoothies, oatmeal, or protein shakes, and that's it. I recommend getting the chocolate flavor and adding it to hot coffee with creamer. It literally tastes like hot chocolate. It's really good. And I also recommend mixing it with your smoothies. I just recommend mixing it with something else and not just drinking it with water because it tastes kind of weird on its own in my opinion. It has that chalky consistency, so I like mixing it with something else. But yeah, I love the powder as well. I just find the gummies to be a little bit more convenient, but whatever floats your boat. But there are so many benefits to taking collagen which i'm gonna get into now so i already mentioned that it can help drastically with your hair skin and nails it helps strengthen your skin promote elasticity and hydration if you take collagen frequently it can slow the aging of your skin and reduce wrinkles and dryness some of you may not know this but whenever you age your body produces less collagen, which can lead to dry skin and wrinkles. I've done lots of research on collagen and many people have said that after taking it for years, they have not aged as much as their loved ones and friends, which I think is really interesting. So if you're into skincare, I highly recommend adding collagen into your daily routine. It can also promote heart health and prevent bone loss. Like I said, when you age, your body produces less collagen and bone mass is made mostly of collagen. So your bone mass can deteriorate. This helps prevent that. And lastly, collagen is really good for gut health. It reduces inflammation, it heals the gut lining, and it helps you digest food better. So if you've been trying to heal your gut and focus more on gut health, look into taking collagen. But yeah, that's another wellness habit that I think you should add into your new year routine. So the next habit to add into your routine is drinking electrolyte water. I used to drink water all day long and I never felt quenched. I would still feel super thirsty. And this was because I was never drinking water with electrolytes. I was just drinking bottled water. That is why I felt so dehydrated all the time. I would always feel exhausted even though I got plenty of sleep. And I had no idea what was causing this. I also had really bad brain fog as well. And I felt like I could never focus clearly. And after doing some research, I found out that I was not nearly getting enough electrolytes in my system. So I started drinking more Propel water, which I had never done before. I was never much of a Propel or Gatorade type of person. I never drank vitamin water or sparkling water or anything like that because I honestly just preferred the taste of plain water more. But I realized that chugging plain water all day with no minerals or electrolytes was not really doing anything for me at all. If anything, I felt more dehydrated. So I made it a priority to do this more on a daily basis. And the difference for me was actually crazy. It was like a complete 180 for me. I didn't feel exhausted every day. I didn't feel dehydrated. My brain fog was gone and I could focus so much better. So if you're experiencing any of these things, I recommend going to your doctor, of course, and adding more electrolytes and minerals into your water. I like Propel because it's sugar-free. It has electrolytes, of course. It has vitamin C, E, and B, and it fights inflammation, boosts energy levels, and improves digestion. It also tastes really good too they have some really good flavors i buy the little packets from amazon and then add them to my water instead of buying the cases these are also nice if you're not very good at drinking water i'm not gonna lie to you guys sometimes i get so sick of drinking plain water all day long it feels like a chore trying to get my daily intake in so it's nice to add some flavor in once in a while Also, if you do not like the super sweet taste of Propel, Gatorade, and vitamin water, but you still want to get your electrolytes and minerals in, adding a pinch of salt to your water can help with this as well. I remember a few years ago, I want to say five years ago, I fainted, and I went to the doctor. This is so random, but I promise it will tie in. but when I was at the doctor telling him what had happened, he told me that I was not getting enough sodium, and at the time, I thought this was crazy because I never knew there was a such thing as not getting enough sodium. I always thought that it was only bad to get too much sodium, so I would never add salt to my food I still don 't honestly. I wouldn't eat salty foods ever, so I just wasn't getting enough, and I was always raised and told to watch my sodium intake and not have too much salt, so I just avoided it altogether. But anyways, the doctor recommended that I started adding a pinch of salt to my water. And I've been doing this for a while and I can say that it has worked for me. I don't do this as much as I drink the Propel water, but I do add Himalayan salt to my water once in a while just to make sure that I am getting enough sodium. And sodium is a mineral that helps keep the amount of water in your body balanced. So if you work out a lot and you sweat a lot or you want to get more electrolytes in your system without drinking the super sweet drinks, I recommend adding a pinch of salt to your water once in a while. I promise it doesn't taste super salty unless you add like an entire tablespoon, (laughs) but just a pinch will taste fine. But yeah, I recommend that you make sure you're getting plenty of electrolytes and minerals in your system. I wish this was something that I knew about sooner. So, the next wellness ritual to add to your self care routine in the new year is lymphatic drainage. Let me tell you guys, this is the biggest game changer. I recently got a lymphatic drainage massage for the first time about a month ago and it was life changing. Probably the best massage I have ever gotten. I felt so incredibly relieved afterwards. All the tension in my body was gone. All of my knots were gone. It was amazing. I felt so good. Like I literally had a new body. The woman who did my massage did my stomach as well. And it was honestly so ticklish, but all of my bloating and inflammation was gone afterwards in my face and my neck area as well. But there are so many benefits to this. It reduces swelling. It relieves joint pain and stiffness. It supports your immune system. It removes waste and toxins from the body. it decreases stress and it improves blood circulation i saw a video on tiktok recently of a girl who got a lymphatic drainage massage and she showed a clip of the blanket afterwards and there was this gross gunk on it and i just thought that was crazy that it removed that much waste and that many toxins from her body from sweating it out i guess i don't know i didn't look at my blanket after my massage because i saw that video after i got mine but I just thought that was crazy and I can say that after mine I had never felt better but you don't have to go get a professional massage. I know they are pretty pricey and not everyone can afford to get that service weekly but you can do it yourself as well actually. You can use a body gua sha and that will do the job. I love using mine in the shower, it's so relaxing and the water helps me glide the gua sha against my skin better. I also like it because if I'm getting rid of waste and toxins, I'm washing them off of my skin at the same time, they're not just sitting there. That would make me feel kind of gross if they were. But you can do this outside of the shower as well and use a body oil to help glide the guasha against your skin. I got my body guasha from Amazon and I'm sure you can find massage oil on Amazon as well. I also have a gua sha for my face and I have noticed that this makes a huge difference as well. I will usually run it down my jawline and my neck. I touched on this in my last episode but it has really helped with the puffiness in my face. Usually when I wake up my face will look super swollen so I will just quickly use my gua sha and it will help the swelling go down but doing lymphatic drainage massages on my body have helped tremendously with tension and stiffness. They also help massage my muscles. I work out very frequently and my muscles get really sore, so this does help with that pain. And it helps them recover. If you don't know how to use a gua sha or how to do lymphatic massages on yourself, there are plenty of YouTube videos out there. That's how I learned. It's really simple and easy once you get the hang of it. I just watched a bunch of tutorials and taught myself and I love it so much. I promise your body will thank you. You'll feel so relaxed and so amazing and there are so many great benefits from it. But I do recommend at least getting one professional lymphatic drainage massage if you're able to afford it. They're amazing and I think you will love it if you can. So, the next wellness habit to add into your new year routine is decluttering your phone once a week. I started doing this a couple months ago and I will never go back. I feel so much more organized now. I don't know about you guys, but I feel so cluttered and unorganized when my camera roll has 2,000 pictures of random screenshots. I have a bunch of text messages. Junk email, I need to go through. My apps are all over the place and there's just way too much going on. I like my phone to be very organized. So, first, I decided to organize my apps and put them in folders. I have six different folders and they're all affirmations. I actually got this idea from someone else on the internet a long time ago. So, this is not my original idea. I just wanted to put that out there. But the six folders are I am connected, I am healthy, I am blessed, I am rich, I am growing, and I am productive. In the I am connected folder, I have Pinterest, Instagram, Snapchat, Gmail, Facebook, and TikTok in there. This is where all of my social media apps go. In the I am healthy folder, I have my gym membership app and my flow app. Anything health related you could put in there. In the I am blessed folder, I have shopping apps. So I have Amazon in there, Uber, Dunkin, apps of that sort where I buy things. In the I am rich folder, I have apps that have to do with money. So PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, and my bank app. In the I Am Growing folder, I have my Affirmation app. It sends me daily affirmations. And I also have my app that sends me Bible verse notifications. And then finally, in my I Am Productive folder, I have apps like Poshmark, where I sell my clothing, my printer app, Spotify for podcasters, Lightroom, LensBuddy, Google Docs, my Notes app, Canva, and an app where I just plan out my Instagram feed. Putting my apps into folders was a great idea for me because it just keeps me organized and I know where everything is at. I have a folder for each thing that I need to do and it keeps them sectioned rather than having four pages of random apps all bunched together. So that was one thing I did to declutter my phone. I also go through my camera roll weekly and I just delete random screenshots or things that I no longer need. Like I said, my camera roll is my biggest thing. I just cannot stand having a thousand random pictures in there. I do this once a week so that it doesn't pile up. And then another thing that I started doing was unsubscribing from junk emails. I'm not even kidding you guys. I used to have over 20,000 junk emails in my folder. It was so bad. So every week I take 30 minutes to just go through my junk emails and unsubscribe to them. And the number has gotten lower and lower, thankfully, and I'm getting less and less emails and I marked them as spam as well. I also deleted a bunch of drafts on TikTok that I was never going to post and I unsaved a bunch of audios. I do post on TikTok every day, so the drafts and audios kind of started to pile up and it was taking up storage and kind of stressing me out. And then finally, the last thing I did to declutter my phone was go in the settings app and I set my iMessage to delete all of my texts after 30 days. I'm sorry, but I do not like having a million texts either. Some of you may not be like that. Some of my friends have texts from like 10 years ago, but I just can't personally. They take up too much space for me and... I'm not really the type of person to reread texts or anything like that, so I don't feel the need to hold on to them. So all of my texts automatically delete after 30 days, and it's so nice in my opinion. Some of you may not want to do that, that's fine, but that's just something that I personally do to feel less cluttered on my phone. I also delete DMs and messages like that too. I don't know, maybe that's just a me thing, but... It just makes me feel so cluttered. I feel like if the conversation is over, I don't need it in my phone anymore. That's just the way I see it. But obviously, if you like to hang on to text, by all means, do that. But yeah, I highly recommend decluttering your phone weekly. And I think now is the perfect time to do it because it is the new year. Give yourself a fresh start. Organize your things. A lot of us use our phones daily, multiple times a day. So I think it's important. I always say this, your space is a a reflection of your mind. If your room is cluttered, your car is cluttered, your house is cluttered, chances are you are stressed. So don't let your phone become super cluttered as well. The next wellness habit that I recommend adding to your new year routine is getting ready for the day right away. Getting showered, putting on an outfit, and doing your hair and makeup. I know when I first made this podcast in one of my episodes, I talked about how we should have slow mornings and take our time, and I think that's fine in moderation, maybe on the weekends once in a while, but I noticed that whenever I was having slow mornings, I was not as productive as I wanted to be, so I think I was wrong about that, honestly. We deserve to relax once in a while, but it was just becoming laziness for me, part Personally, I noticed that whenever I would stay in my PJs for a couple hours after I woke up and I would watch Netflix in the mornings, I was much less motivated to start my day and do what I needed to do. I just wanted to stay in my PJs and keep watching Netflix all day and I would put certain things off. Most of the time, I would sit around for most of the day and not end up doing what I intended on doing. So, I decided to start getting up right away and see how that worked out for me instead and the difference in my productivity is drastic. So in the mornings when my alarm goes off, I get up right away. I'll put my phone on the charger so it's fully charged for whatever I'm doing or wherever I'm going. I don't lay in bed on my phone for two hours anymore. I'll change into my workout clothes and do a quick workout. Then I will make breakfast, take my vitamins, and drink my water or coffee. And then I will get showered, put on my outfit, and do my hair and makeup for the day. And I notice that whenever I do this, I am so much more motivated to make content, clean my space, go out and run the errands that I need to do, and complete everything on my to-do list. I don't know, it's just something about putting on a real outfit. Even if I'm staying in my house all day, I noticed that whenever I wear a hoodie and sweatpants all day in my house, I don't feel like doing anything, but if I put on a real outfit like activewear or something cute and put together, my motivation is much higher. Also, whenever I put on house shoes, I have slides that I wear only around the house. I usually take my real shoes off before I walk in the door, but even when I'm wearing my house shoes instead of slippers or walking around in socks, I'm much more motivated to actually get up and do what I need to do. I'm not sure if there's any, like, Like psychology behind that, but that's what has worked for me and my levels of productivity have increased drastically once I decided to get up and get ready right away. So I highly recommend getting ready for the day as soon as you wake up rather than waiting around and just putting it off. So the next wellness habit to add into your new year routine is to start taking vitamin C daily, especially now. As you guys know, it is currently cold and flu season. COVID is going around again. Someone that I personally know has pneumonia right now. Everybody is sick. It's going around. And my mom was actually the one to tell me to start taking vitamin C. She does this every day. And I swear she never gets sick that often. Her immune system is really good. And I think it's because of the vitamin C. If you didn't know, vitamin C boosts your immune system like crazy. So it prevents you from getting sick. And if you do get sick, it's not as severe and your body is able to fight it off faster. So now is the time to get yourself some and start taking it. Also, I did not know this until recently, but it protects your skin from the sun and cell damage. So it's great to take in the summertime to protect yourself from getting burnt and sun damage. It also protects your eyes, which is great. I have blue eyes and they're very sensitive. And for bonus points, it also helps your skin produce collagen. It reduces dark spots and early aging, and it can help prevent wrinkles as well. So why anyone wouldn't want to take this, I don't know. It's incredible, and the benefits are so great. Your immune system will thank you, and your skin will thank you. Like I said, my skin does look a lot glowier. Not sure if it's from the collagen or the vitamin C. Probably a good combination of both, but I love it. I will probably never stop taking vitamin C. It's become a staple in my daily routine. I take the ones from Nature Made and they taste so good. They come in cute little orange shapes. Highly recommend it. Go get yourself some vitamin C. So the next wellness habit to add into your routine in the new year is to open your windows more if you can And get that fresh air in your house. And of course, try to get outside and get fresh air as much as possible. Obviously, now may not be the best time to do this if you live in the Northeast like I do, where it is currently 24 degrees today. (laughs) But if you live in a warmer area, I highly recommend doing this frequently. And if you're in the Northeast like me, start doing this in the spring and summer when you're able to. I love opening the windows in my house and letting the fresh air in. It also makes your house smell better. That's your little fun fact for the day. If you cook a lot, you have pets and things of that sort, you may have smells lingering in your household. You know how you go to someone else's house and their house always has a specific scent Not necessarily a bad scent, but I think most people's homes always have a scent to them that they don't pick up on themselves because they're used to it. So your house probably has one too, but it's good to just let that stale scent out, the cooking scent out if you use lots of strong spices and the pet smells out and just get that circulation in. My favorite time to do this is in the spring that's when it's not too hot or too cold out in my area. And I love opening the windows so much when I'm cleaning. My favorite thing is doing a deep clean and letting all of those smells out. I also open the windows when I paint as well to let the fumes out. And then once I'm done cleaning, I will close all the windows and use air freshener or I will light some candles. That way I feel like I let all of the lingering scents out cleaned and I started fresh. And it's just a really good feeling for me. And when I say I do deep cleans, I mean deep cleans. I will wipe the walls down, scrub the carpets with our carpet scrubber, vacuum every surface, including the couch, dust everything you can think of. And I like opening the windows, especially when I dust, so that I'm not just kicking it up and breathing it in. I'm letting some of it out, especially if I'm dusting the windows. And Make sure you wipe your walls down, guys. I know this is kind of off topic, but if you light candles or you burn incense often, you're getting smoke all over your walls. The cooking scent sticks to them from the steam. If you get a rag with soap and water, you'll be surprised at how dirty your walls get. So make sure you're doing that often. But yeah, that's a new wellness habit that I started doing. I just think it's nice to get some fresh air in your house, let out the old stale scents, anything that might be lingering around. Let your house breathe and start fresh. Just imagine how many scents are piling up in your house if you're not ever letting any fresh air in. So do this as much as you can when you don't need to run the heat or air conditioning. And it's not only good for your house, it's good for you as well. Getting fresh air is linked to a strengthened immune system, more energy and mental focus, calming your mind and boosting your mood, and also better sleep. I don't know about you guys, but I always sleep so good with the windows open. And every time I get fresh air, I definitely feel calm and relaxed. So start doing this for sure. So the next wellness habit to add to your new year routine is making your bed every single day, no matter what, even if you're staying in the whole day. I refuse to leave my house without my bed made. My best friend is like this too. I don't care what anyone says. Making your bed every morning will make you a 100 times more productive. This has worked wonders for me and I will never go back. First, whenever you make your bed, it makes your room look so much cleaner. Even if your room is messy everywhere else, your bed takes up so much room in your bedroom. If your bed is made and it looks nice, your room looks so much cleaner. I've said this before and I will say it again, your space is a reflection of your mind. If your room is super messy and unorganized, chances are you are feeling stressed and overwhelmed or not in a good mental state. If your room is clean, you will be able to focus and relax more. Whenever I'm cleaning my room, the first thing I will do is make my bed because it instantly makes my room look 50% better. And I instantly feel better and more organized. I just hate having my comforter all balled up, my pillows all over the place, and it just looks like a mess. So it will make your space look so much cleaner and it will force you to be more productive. If I make my bed then I'm more motivated to clean the rest of my room. I'm more motivated to do my laundry. I'm more motivated to empty the trash can out in my room. I'm more motivated to tidy up my products and wipe down my surfaces. So I think making your bed kind of tricks your mind into cleaning the rest of your room as well. And also, whenever I make my bed, I'm more motivated to do other things as well. I've noticed that when I don't make my bed, I'm more tempted to get back into it and be lazy the whole day. I'm more tempted to just lay there on my phone or lay there watching Netflix. So I've noticed that when I do make my bed, I never get back into it because I don't want to mess it up and I don't get in it until I'm actually ready to go to bed. Also, there are numerous studies proving that making your bed daily increases productivity. It gives you a feeling of accomplishment, a sense of calm, enhanced organization, improved focus. It encourages a tidy environment. It gives you a sense of control and it improves your mood. I read this off of an article and I could not agree more. I can say that it does all of these things for me and I encourage the rest of you to do it every single day. Like I said, even if you aren't going anywhere, even if no one's going to see it, I know some people don't make their bed every day because they live alone and they don't think they have to because... They're not having company over, but I do it for myself, my mental state and my productivity, not for anyone else. And that's why I think everyone else should do it on a daily basis. I promise it will help with your mental state and it will help with your productivity if that's something you struggle with. If you have a hard time staying motivated and getting things done, making your bed is such a small thing to do that I truly think will help with that. So the next wellness habit to add into your new year routine is to learn a new skill. This could be learning how to play a new instrument, learning a new language, taking an online course, and teaching yourself something new. I started doing this last year and my mental health has gotten so much better. I recently picked up baking over the holidays and I had so much fun making little Halloween treats and Christmas treats. You guys need to go check out my TikTok. I made so many cute things. I made mummy brownies, bat Oreos, Santa Rice Krispies, Christmas tree brownies, gingerbread cookies, all sorts of things. I know the holidays are over, but it was just a fun little hobby that I picked up. It was really fun to learn how to make them and just unlock my creative side. I also really want to get into mixology. I recently bought a book on how to make all sorts of drinks and cocktails. I really want to learn how to do this for the spring and summer. I think it will be so fun to make frozen margaritas, cocktails, or mocktails. I've always been interested in making fun drinks for me and my friends, so that is something that I plan on doing. I also recently started watching some YouTube videos on investing and financial literacy I need to start investing since I'm 21 now. I should have started at 18, but I never knew how to do that. So I finally took the steps to watch videos on how to do that, how to be financially literate, and how to budget my money. So I plan on investing soon once I get the hang of it and know what I'm doing. I'm also always listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos on just random things. I just really enjoy learning new things. I think that's why I like doing this podcast so much because I like learning new things and teaching people my knowledge and passing it along. And I just think it's a great thing to expand your mind and always learn new things and pick up new skills. You never know what you might be great at and what your favorite hobbies are if you never try. There's nothing wrong with learning as much as you can. And It just feels good to teach yourself new things. It's fun to have hobbies that you genuinely enjoy doing in your free time without any gain. I love baking because it's fun for me. I like being creative and making cute little treats and giving them to my family. I enjoy watching YouTube and listening to podcasts while I'm driving Or in the background when I'm doing something because I genuinely enjoy hearing other people's perspectives. But yeah, I think learning new skills is so important. They help you grow as a person. You unlock your creative side, it improves your mental health, and it's fun to practice hobbies in your free time just because it makes you feel good, not because you're expecting anything from it. And I think it's great when a person is willing to be open minded and take in new knowledge and learn from other people. Even if you're not good at it, at least you tried and you were open to it. And it was something that you enjoyed doing. So I think a huge part of wellness is teaching yourself new skills and hobbies. If you want to do this, start reading more books, watching YouTube videos, listening to podcasts and taking courses. So the next wellness habit to add into your new year routine is getting more real plants and taking care of them. I know this one is kind of random, but I used to have all of these artificial plants in my room and I got rid of most of them and I started buying more real plants. Some of them were gifted to me as well, but this made me feel so much better There's just something about having real plants in your space. I think flowers and plants are so beautiful. They can transform any room in your house. It makes it look more lively. It looks so much better than those fake plastic plants. You can just tell when they're fake most of the time unless you invest in really expensive realistic looking ones, but I love keeping fresh flowers in my space as well. Sometimes I will buy a bouquet of flowers, cut the stems and put them in a really pretty vase. My mom gifted me a bunch of beautiful crystal vases and I love using them as a centerpiece and they really just brighten up the space and they smell good as well. I just love having that fresh, floral smell in my house but i think keeping real fresh plants in your house is so nice it also improves the air quality as well and it can purify the air in your house if you didn't know that so that's great and you also have something to take care of i don't know i just really enjoy putting plants into pretty pots watching them grow it's nice to see something healthy and flourish because of the effort you put in and how much you take care of it One of my aunt's entire house is full of plants and it's so beautiful. Literally her entire living room is full of them. She has a little tree in there too and it looks so pretty. That was honestly my inspiration to start getting real plants and taking care of them instead of buying plastic ones. Also it's just better for the environment as well obviously but I think that getting real plants and flowers, putting them into pretty pots and vases can just transform your entire house and it makes your house look more fresh, if that makes sense. It gives clean girl, probably making no sense at all, but hopefully someone gets what I mean. I just think that it makes your house look and smell good and when you have company, you can show them all the plants you have and all the work you put into making them look nice and healthy. But Yeah, that is something that I started doing last year, and it's been really fun for me. I enjoy learning about different plants, how to take care of them, and what to put them in. It's a fun little hobby of mine. This could be also something new that you could learn. I was just talking about learning new skills, so go watch some YouTube videos, read some books about plants and how to take care of them. It's actually really fun, and you can play around with it and Put whatever you want in your space and add as many as you want. You can color coordinate the pots and really accentuate your home. There are some beautiful ones that you can get from Etsy. You can get some from your local floral shop as well, I'm sure. It's just fun to play around with that. But yeah, I recommend investing in some nice real plants for your home. It really brightens up the space and it gives you something to do and take care of. So the last and final wellness habit to add to your new year routine is adding more color to your diet. I heard this tip a while ago and it really changed the way that I looked at food and my eating habits. I think I read this in an article, but it said to get as much color into your diet as you can, not artificial color, natural. (laughs) So this means fruits and veggies After I heard this tip, I started drinking more smoothies and drinking matcha in the morning instead of always having coffee. Don't get me wrong, I still love my coffee, but I have been swapping it more recently. I've been adding more fruits to my meals. Sometimes I will add bananas, strawberries, or blueberries to my oatmeal or my cereal. I've been eating way more vegetables. I've always liked vegetables. I just definitely was not eating them as much as I should have been. So I've been eating baby carrots, cucumbers, and celery as snacks instead of chips or other processed food all the time. I've been eating more salads and adding protein to them. Nothing hits more than a good salad, in my opinion. I love a good salad. I've been incorporating more veggies in my dinner. Last night, I had flank steak, sweet potatoes, and Brussels sprouts with balsamic vinegar and parmesan. So good. That was a nice color palette. I also really like dried fruits. It's so good to me. I love raisins, dried plums, and cranberries. Oh my gosh, I could eat an entire bag of dried cranberries in one sitting. I'm not even kidding. Dried peaches are also really good. If you haven't tried them, you need to. Also, I really like freeze dried apples. Dried fruit is just the best if you get tired of eating regular fruit all the time. If you're more into salty foods, I also eat dried seaweed. It might sound really disgusting, but I think it's really good. It's salty and crunchy. It reminds me of chips. If you're a picky eater, I would not recommend it, but I personally think it's really good. But yeah, try to incorporate more color into your diet instead of always eating processed foods. I have noticed a huge increase in my energy levels and my focus. Like I said earlier, I used to have really bad brain fog. This has also helped with that. I strongly believe that when you eat good, you feel good. If your whole diet is processed with chemicals and artificial flavors and sweeteners, that's not good for you. You're not going to feel as good. You're going to feel tired and you're going to feel sluggish. You're going to feel bloated. You're going to have more gut issues and inflammation. And when you think about it, we were not created to eat processed foods. Our bodies are not designed for that we are meant to eat natural food. Not saying that you should never touch processed food again. I eat it sometimes. I love my (laughs) Chick-fil-A. I usually get it with my best friend like once a week. I love ice cream and I love sweets, but it's just not something that I eat on a daily basis. It's something that I eat in moderation and it's fun to eat a really pretty colorful diet and play around with it. But yeah, Try to incorporate more color into your diet in the new year. It's healthier and you will feel so much better and more energized. But those were all of the habits that I wrote down to follow for the new year. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making it, and I hope you learned something new and useful. These are all things that I recently started doing, and I have noticed a huge improvement in my mental health and the way I feel physically. I think these are all great habits to start incorporating into your routine in the new year. I strongly believe that they are great for your mental and physical health, so let me know if you guys do any of these things, and let me know if they've worked for you I love getting DMs from you guys on Instagram and hearing your feedback. Your little assignment for this week is to write out a list of wellness rituals that you want to start doing this year if you haven't already. If any of these sounded interesting to you, definitely add them to that list as well and try to incorporate some healthy habits into your routine. But if you like today's episode, I would appreciate it so, so much if you guys follow the podcast, leave a five-star rating, it really helps me out, and turn on the notification bell so that you know when I upload next. I have some really fun topics planned out that I don't think you guys are going to want to miss out on. I would also appreciate it if you could share this episode with a friend or loved one, someone who you think might need to hear this podcast, and if you like, you guys are more than welcome to follow. Follow me on all of my socials. I will have them all linked below in the show notes. You can follow the podcast, Instagram, where I post reels quotes, affirmations, episode updates, and polls if you want to go vote on what topics you want to hear next. And I'm also trying to be way more active on my Instagram story and share what I'm doing more in my day-to-day life. If you'd like, you're also more than welcome to follow my TikTok. I post all sorts of content on there, and I've done a pretty good job at hitting my goal of being consistent and posting once a day. So yeah, if you like short form content, feel free to check me out on my other socials. But that is all I had to say for today. Thank you so much for listening all the way through if you made it to this point, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.